Cam, Dylan, let me guess. Large soda, large popcorn? Yeah, you know it. Would you like butter on that? Yeah, extra butter. Extra Butter Podcast. Before I, I hit, a, hit us with the opening, do you have like a, like, movies that have like an, a, a mainly black cast do you have like a top favorite films that are like considered black films oh dude, I, dude johnson family vacation is a fucking <laughs> underrated classic ass banger bro with Lil like, bow wow bro dude, when when cedric the entertainer is trying to drown the alligator in the bathtub yeah he's like dang he can't die in water that's the habitat like dude that film okay. actually has Jason Momoa, like when he was back in like Stargate yeah. Atlantis, mm-hmm. like you know, when he wasn't as bulked up, you know. Yes, I got that. I got. Just give me three. Um, Just give me three. Uh, it, uh, it's obviously like a remake of a remake, but guess who with Zoe Saldana? And oh my Kutcher. gosh! I watched bro. the hell out of that film. I thought it's that a great film because so Bernie Mac's like a champion. Yeah, Bernie, Bernie Mac had me champion. laugh when he was doing Mister Three Thousand, and that joint made Yo. no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, there was just something about that film that I just thought was just so funny because it's so yeah. like cliched and by the numbers and obviously it's you know a remake of Sidney Poitier and you know whatever yeah. else they wanted to remake it but I'm like you know sometimes those those dumb cliched ones just work out pretty well mm-hmm. oh man I'm trying to think of like a third one too that's like predominantly all that I can't even think of a third one right now it's horrible I'll, I'll name mine and I'll let you ponder. I might be able to get it off of yours, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and I, there's a lot of older black films that, of course, are revolutionary in the in, in, the, in the space of black film, but hmm. uh, my number, for me, growing up, Drumline. Oh, bro. With Nick Cannon, bro. <laughs> I watched that movie backwards uh, and forwards. I wanted to be in a band, like a, like a yeah. marching band, just because of that movie. So we got drumline. I feel like uh, so many kids like that, but like they weren't musically inclined or like dedicated. So they just became the kids at the lunch table that were like drumming with pencils. 100%. And annoying dude. the absolute hell out of everyone. Yep. I remember I, yeah, quick, quick story. I, <laughs> uh, in middle school, because of drumline, I joined the like middle school band. Yeah. And then um, because of drumline, again, too many kids wanted to be in percussion because mm. that's drums. So they, you know, the school was sponsoring with with uh, instruments, and they gave me a clarinet. Oh, boy. and I sucked at that clarinet. It worked. I was yeah, I was really bad at the clarinet. And there was a point when I think I made it to my seventh grade year, eighth grade year, and I was so bad. And our band had like a like first chair, second chair, yada yada, mm. yada like you know. So first year was like you were the best, and I was like all the way at the end. You know what I mean? Like not very inclined with. They give you a stool instead of a chair, bro. So <laughs> there was a sixth grader that came in, and she was pretty good, and she got to be in the band. And there, our teacher had this thing where you could like challenge someone mm. for their chair, mm. and then you'd have to like meet in the middle or like meet like whatever and then play like a piece and whoever played it better then our band director would be like okay now you're you've taken over that chair which usually happened for like first chair second chair but she really wanted to move up and she challenged me Hmm. on a piece of music that i didn't practice oh gosh but i was like i am in eighth grade i'm not about to go to last chair over this little white bitch (laughs) wants my fucking spot so i hid her fucking clarinet bro oh <laughs> I literally went in the back took it and hit it so she couldn't find it so our director was like where's your clarinet and she was like i can't find it he was like oh well can't challenge yeah. and then like the next like, day i, I can't like, win what are you gonna do cam yeah. i'm a clarinet yeah but eventually i got so bad that my band director was like do you want to just play bass clarinet and then he gave me a bass clarinet and a bass clarinet only has like four notes a song uh so I was like first chair bass clarinet out of two bass clarinets. Yeah, like yeah, first chair. Look hey, at me, bro, first chair, baby. That's why. Anyway, all right. So got it. Drumline, 
I would throw in Roll Bounce. If you've ever seen that one with Lil Bow Wow oh, as well. And now I know the other one. Roll Bounce. And then my Now I know my third. You reminded me. My third. Oh, I just had it. My third. Oh my gosh. I just had it and I lost it. Oh, have... uh, The Best Man. Sorry. What I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Uh, that one's with uh, Terrence Howard, Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. Yeah, Tay Diggs. That movie is like... Uh, Terrence w- One day, One day we'll talk about it. That movie is is really... I mean, all the movies I said are good, but that yeah. movie is like really good. Amen. Like, hey, like, I'm the amen, best man. man. Amen. <laughs> hey, say man. Best man. <laughs> what was your third one? Oh, I don't even know why I forgot this. I've seen this film like 400 times. ATL. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, of course. Great love film. love ATL with T.I. Dude, there's something about it that, like, yeah, because I got so into, like, uh, roller skating and whatnot, it was obviously yeah. like, man, I really love this, but it's just stupidly funny. Like, oh, every dude. second of it is just great jokes, and everything is so, gels so well between that cast that it always seems like that's just you and your friends hanging out. 100%. It doesn't seem scripted. And then yep. they throw in a There's little drama. drama. Yeah, they throw exactly. in a little big boy. Mm-hmm. They throw in a little razzle dazzle. Yeah, I I freaking love it, man. Jeez, but anyway, man. Anyway, we live. Live. Welcome to Extra Buddy, your podcast for great conversation and great movies. This is Cam, <laughs> Soy Dylan, and uh, we just talking about black film, man. We're we're yeah, talking yeah. uh today. We are talking a. Uh, I know it's uh, February, but we're talking a black horror classic uh this is a movie that dylan and i, I think i've mentioned or i have mentioned a couple of times on this podcast and we were like man we should watch it um and it was a movie my dad frequented a lot so i've seen this movie multiple times and i'm glad that um you know we talked about it dylan was like yeah i'm down to watch it and i know a lot of people haven't heard of this movie um it's a part of the black exploitation thing that was going on in america in the 70s and early 80s um, we're talking Blackula. Blackula. This movie is. <laughs> oh, it's something else. It's <laughs> it's something else. Bro, dude, it uh... is something else. This movie's wild, bro. First of all, I wanted to start off with like Dylan. Have you had you heard at all about black exploitation films? Like what the? Have you heard anything about the genre of filmmaking in the seventies to late wow. early eighties? Yes, but only just like through the grapevine. Sadly, sure. I had not really seen anything from it. I know that like you have standouts that are like the biggest things from it, like Shaft and things like that. Yep, yep. But yep. I had never really like dived into it. And then I remember like last Halloween, I was like, "Oh man, Blackula!" Like, yo, that's <laughs> gotta go on the list. And I just never yeah. got never got around to it. But I'm super excited to start with this one and then have this be the gateway into me just like watching a whole bunch of these man 100 there's, there's some other like class of comedy and filmmaking that's in this and it's also just like endlessly fascinating what they what people have cooked up 100 percent. i think when it comes to these movies uh we all have to remember this was a time in the early 70s yeah uh when black people weren't really uh involved in filmmaking as they are now all, all the movies we just mentioned could have never been made in the 70s um so in a lot of these circumstances these black directors black uh screenwriters would just adapt uh plots that were historically white and then just make them black which is Mm. blackula dr black mr hyde black superman there's black superman so many where they just put black and then yeah whatever the movie title was and you'd watch it and sometimes it'd be about what the person was what the original story was about sometimes it'd be a little twist um sometimes they're awful sometimes they're hilarious sometimes they're somewhere in between um and blackula i think a it it kind of revolutionized the black horror genre because there were so many black horror movies that came out after this because this movie wasn't received well by critics especially like the white critics of the world but it did perform really well financially because a lot of black people went and bought this movie because they were like what a black vampire let's go you know yeah i was i was shocked to read like it's box office numbers and see that like that's a number one thing people spoke about is that yo, know it was like one of the highest grossing films for 1972 100 um like, and i think up there i think movies like this again whatever you think about the quality of the movie it showed that 
black people would go out and support films and people were interested in films that featured mm-hmm. an all black cast or at least a black led cast. Yeah. Um the definitely the market of these films definitely makes sense because when you entered into like the period of the 70s there were so many weird like political things going on but the Hollywood like studio system like died dead 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 so none of that was there anymore the golden age was gone and you had them selling themselves off to just like big corporations yep that were just coming in and they had the moolah to like buy them and bail them out so you got such an interesting string of films made that were you know crazy hardcore parkour like you would get in french connection and all these like dirty hairy dirty cop films so it makes perfect sense that these films were made at that time and they were like risque and just kind of crazy but they still but they still found their audience and proved that like it was there and they could make money with it so you know and that's all hollywood is sometimes it's just a business so as long as it made money they were like yeah let me get blackula too let me get screen black in the screen. Let me get uh, another one. <laughs> exactly, right? Uh, but okay, yeah, let's talk about... Because I'm sure if you've never heard about this movie, you're like, what could it possibly be about? Um, Dylan, I wanted to take us... I wanted to help the audience go through this movie. I'm <laughs> starting... on a journey. Let's go on a journey of... Put on your Transylvania How we got tape. to a black Dracula. Yeah, um, so I have learned over the years that dinner scenes and films are quickly becoming my favorite scenes like tv or film like a good dinner scene is just absolutely essential yep. you know what i mean even guess who had a great dinner scene where ashton kutcher trying to make black jokes and they're like we're laughing until it goes too far yeah this scene uh this film opens up in 1780 in transylvania <laughs> and we got dracula Yep, most racist Count Drac, Drac, the most racist Count Drac I think it's ever been portrayed uh, on film. So, the our, our lead character Prince uh, Mamu Walde, played by <laughs> William Marshall, he had a different name, and I cannot for the life of me remember what the name was supposed to be in the script. And he, uh, like petitioned to actually have an African name, Mamu Walde, that he. Oh, I didn't even know that. That's crazy. The name's badass, dude. Like, yeah. What are you gonna call him, Robert? Like, I didn't. Wow, I didn't know what they yeah named him I, before. I forget what it was. Uh, yeah. Adam or something. Okay. Uh, Prince Mamu Walde comes in there with his wife, uh, Luva. Luva. And they're talking to Dracula because they're like, "Yo, Dracula, like you got you got the juice, like you can help shut down this the slave, slave trade." trade. Yeah. And Dracula's straight up like no <laughs> he's like <laughs> it makes me money and they're like oh but it's immoral and he's like yeah for those guys like I'm, for me I'm, baby i'm gucci yeah you know and he just pretty much starts saying you're from the jungle you jungle cat and it other racist things spew from his mouth <laughs> yep. and i was just sitting there like what did he say yep. like 100 <laughs> blew me away because there's been so many adaptations of Dracula because obviously it's an old property. It's a property that's just, you know, open season at this point. Absolutely. You know, so we've seen everything from like Bela Lugosi doing universal classics. We've seen stage productions. We've seen hammer horror. So I was like ready for this scene because the stuff in Dracula's castle with, you know, Jonathan Harker and whatnot is always fascinating to see like, Oh, is he going to, you know, have some blood on him? Like what's Dracula going to do? Where's his wives at? Bro, right. by the time Dracula's wives come out and they're like painted green, like aliens, yeah. I was on the floor crying, bro. It's yeah. Uh, after that happens, uh, Dracula, he no, he's like, yeah. he's like, also, uh, I wanna, I wanna fuck your wife. Yeah, <laughs> he literally was like, you know what? Uh, I'm not against buying your wife. Let me have yeah. her. So then Mama Walde's like, all right, we're leaving, and then Dracula's like, nah. And then he uh, six his henchmen, who two, I uh, two white dudes come out of nowhere and just start and, and fucking tuxes. Yeah. yeah, and they just start fucking fighting him. But then Mama Walde somehow has uh, fight skills from Wakanda, and they're out he here got fighting. Vibranium skills. Oh yeah, so they fighting, um, and eventually uh, Dracula's henchmen overcome him, um, and it re- it's revealed that he is talking to obviously Dracula because you didn't quite know that in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and she pretty much tells him, like, I'm going to curse you. Yeah. He bites him and he's like, and I will call you black, you <laughs> dude. Absolute like favorite part of the movie. She's just like, from henceforth, you shall be known as Black Dracula. And I was yeah. just like, Yeah, he said it. 
Yep. So that happens. Yeah. Throws, uh, him, in he the, throws locks him, in him in a coffin. coffin. Yeah. Yep. And then his wife, Luva, is, I'm assuming, just sent there to just perish. Like, you don't see yeah. anything. You don't see what happens to his wife, Luva, but you will assume that she dies. You just lock place. her in a stone vault. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So that happens. We transition to current day 70s, like 1970. Mm -hmm. um, and we are greeted by two interior designers who are at this, at the same castle where we just saw this happen at. Yep. And they're buying things and yada, yada, yada. I, part of me wonders if they were trying to come off as gay. I couldn't quite, because again, it's the 70s. So I'm like, I don't know if we were like, they came off as maybe gay. But like, I was like, I don't know if like. Yeah, when I. When I watched it, I recorded it off of Turner Classic Movies. And yeah. When they talk about it before they show the film, they usually like put disclaimers on certain things. And for this one, they were like, "Yeah, there's particular harsh language against the the like gay stereotypical stuff in here." Hundred percent. So that's why I was like, "Okay." And then when I saw them come on screen, I was like, "Oh, I guess this is what the hell they're talking about." Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. like that. Anyway, they're they're there to like buy antique things because they're like antique things sell so they're buying yeah. things and there's like a you know realtor there helping them buy things they find this hidden room and then they find these coffins i wonder who's in them <laughs> um and uh, he's like can we buy these and the guy's like sure <laughs> yeah you can buy this coffin that's I love like it, man. heavy you know what i mean like it's blackula's in it you know what i mean like it's not like yeah they're like yeah so they ship it out to la well it cracked me up because they're like Oh, we're gonna buy the estate, like Dracula's castle. Yeah. And he's like, Oh my gosh, are you sure? Like it's Dracula. And they're like, Yeah, that's not real. And then after they like they're like, Okay, we'll sign the deal, they straight up tell the realtor, dude, you just got like hosed. Like you got Yeah, he's robbed. like he's like he's like you know uh, how much money we can maybe make? for ten percent less, and then the black guy's like fifteen. And he's yeah. like, All right, and he's like you're a loser. <laughs> Before he even signs the paper, he's like, dude, we're gonna make fucking millions off you're of this. An idiot. Like, <laughs> the, the realtor's like, yeah, you're gonna die anyway. Yeah, so yeah, it don't matter. Uh, so they ship it back to LA. While they're in LA, they're in like the shipping container, trying to break open these things. The white guy attempts to break open the coffin that Blackula's in. Uh, once he does, he I guess he does break it open. And he ends up cutting his hand. Dude, it's so it's so. And funny. he just bitches about it for like <laughs> like ten minutes straight of just like I'm bleeding, like <laughs> like all upset about it. And then we see the reveal of Blackula. Now again, we saw him on the wall day before, but once he comes out, he's like in this you know makeup. He's got the the sideburn chops are heavy. Dude, bro. His makeup is so funny because he's all like clean cut. Yeah, when he's Mama Walde, and when he's Blackula, he has like sideburns that are way up, away from the facial hair. But then his eyebrow goes and extends like into his hair. Yeah, like the the idea to make him look menacing was just like throwing like mustaches in like eight places and just yeah, gluing them all together. <laughs> exactly. They were like, "We'll put two here, two here." Like he looks like a like a crazy like jungle cat you know what i mean yeah absolutely yeah with uh vampire teeth like it's it's wild <laughs> uh but yeah he he gets out of the coffin they're still arguing about this man's bloody arm and then blackula ends up killing them. he turns them into vampires uh but like you know it, it's interesting because while i was hovering over this movie in tubi i saw that it was rated pg did you notice oh that my gosh yeah any anything this old like 70s <laughs> it, unless it was like hardcore it was pg because there was no 13 so i was yeah. just like i i didn't see no breasts come out in this film so i guess pg works i guess i, I when i saw pg i was like wait what and then i just looked at other pg movies like moana yeah <laughs> <laughs> Matilda, Matilda. <laughs> like I was like, wow, this is on par with. That's crazy. It's nothing um, like too crazy, I guess. Violence, blood wise, just a lot of like bitch slaps in this movie. Nobody gets, yes. takes like a straight punch. Everyone just gets slapped like a pimp, and I'm just like, holy crap. Yep, yep, yep. yep. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yep. I was just uh, worried about the dude's fro. I'm not even gonna lie to you. That whole fight scene. Oh, the the the, the, one, the black interior. Yeah, the his one fro. Guy, 
yes. it was incredible. Like it looked so good, and it was like Woo! you know perfectly round. And then Dracula just, oh, excuse me, <laughs> Blackula's just slapping the <laughs> shit out of him, and I was just like, yo, his fro is gonna get dented. And up. then there I was thought, a. Well, I thought to myself, how the fuck does he sleep with that thing? Like, bro, in the morning, you're really going to have to fix all that. Dude, I was thinking that's a labor of love. They were uh, when they went into the secret room to like find Dracula or to sorry, when they went to the secret room to like look at the coffins and stuff. Yeah, there's a part where he like ducked under and then like touched his head. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, he's going to dent his afro. <laughs> but then it popped back up. And I was like, why does it Yo, mind that, you that? Dude? That like, shit got buoyancy. Yeah. Like, what kind of products were they using back then? It's just like pop he's right back that, in place. Uh, he's using that shampoo that women use when they, you know, shower in the jungle in a commercial. Yeah. They're just showering in a waterfall, you know, yes. just poisoning the river stream with L'Oreal. Just splashing their face and it looks yeah. so majestic. It ain't no it ain't no four in one shampoo, motor oil, tear free out there. At all. You wanna uh, throw like that? Like you gotta pay. You gotta pay, bro. Yeah, because that I mean again, that fro was majestic how amazing that fro looked. We roll um, into our uh, next scene though. Uh yeah. also one of the funniest things I've ever seen on film. <laughs> well you texted me about uh, it, I knew exactly the line you were talking about. Yeah. Funny. We introduced um Dr. Gordon is played by Thalmus Rasulala. Like, that's yes. a badass fucking name, bro. Don't yeah, ever dude. change that. And he's trying to, he's like a medical doctor that's trying to investigate, like, the deaths of these two dudes. And he's just having, like, the driest, hilarious interaction with the coroner. Yep. And he's just, like, grilling him about questions about, like, oh, dude, he doesn't have any blood in his system. Like, what's up with the bite marks on his neck? Like, all these different things and i was just like is he a police doctor like what kind of doctor is he is this is this brother blade What's he's happening? really yeah like he's really <laughs> feeling up first of all and this this popped out to me as soon as i saw him and the women dude the fashion in this shit is crazy bro the fashion they and we'll get to it stacked. but the music dude yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get to it oh every transition i was like it's, it's when the when the two ladies come in so we we have uh Tina, who played Luva, obviously, Vanetta uh, yes. McGee, and then the other Michelle. girl there, Michelle. Yeah. They both come in, and like Tina is wearing, I don't even know what. Mm-hmm. I, it, it almost looks like something like a uh, you'd wear to like the initiation of a coal. It's just like this <laughs> like purple set of robes, like she's House Ravenclaw or something like that. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, yo, what the f- is that? Like, yo, fashion is on point today. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, she kind of looks like she's like, yeah, Ravenclaw in Hogwarts. Like she's like fucking what's her face from the Teen Titans there. You know what no, I mean? No, Raven, yeah. you're wild. <laughs> she got the hood, bro. It's the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he, um, <laughs> Dr. Gordon ends up like, questioning him about all these things the coroner about the other white guy that was with him etc and that he had bite marks and they think it was from a rat and when he leaves the coroner just says the funniest fucking line because it's just so out of pocket and the scene was done and he just went yeah (laughs) because the the, um the when, when that's happening you also see like the coroner like have this part where like thomas is looking at the victim and then he's talking to the coroner like yeah, like, where's the white guy he was with? He was like, well, we don't get much white people over here. We only really deal with black people. Yeah. And then he walks away, and then you see, like, in the corner of this corner's office, Blackula's kind of there. Like, he's just, like, staring at, and then he sees. <laughs> he's like uh, Lionel Richie in the yeah, Hello music video. <laughs> exactly. He's just, like, staring in, in, like, a in like stage curtain left. And he sees <laughs> Tina, and Tina is played by the same actress that played Luva. Yeah, so looks just like his dead wife. Yeah. Exactly. So for him, it's like, oh my God, it's Luva. She's back and yeah. my love of my life. So obviously you, you understand at that point that he's going to be obsessed with Tina. Um, but there's this part where they all leave, Michelle and Tina leave. And then uh, uh, Gordon is like looking at the body. And then there's this hand that touches him for like a little bit too long. Like oh, it's just it's like so he's like holding weird. on to the shoulder. And then you just see like him turn around. He's like, Oh, didn't mean to startle you. <laughs> Everything and they're talking. He's really um, quick with him. He leaves in the corner. Goes, that is the rudest nigga I've. Ever- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this I I had subtitles on, and the subtitles were not subtle. 
They so put they a hard. They put a hard R on that. They bitch. put a hard ER. Dude, that's, they put yeah, a that's, hard that's ER. Tough, that's and tough. I just saw that shit, and I almost spit out my fucking frosted flakes. <laughs> I was just like, "Yo, like this shit aired on TV, like crazy, dude." Okay, was this a Tarantino film? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, oh, but then we man. have fucking uh, we have Blackula like stalking. Tina to try and like yeah. run her down like and stalking is a is a soft word like he literally like grabs this chick and grabs her purse from her like yeah he stalks I, her in the night in looking the night. yeah in the Rahula. night mm-hmm. but then it, it occurred to me like oh shit dude he went down in 1780 it is 1972 like he has absolutely no idea what's going on so if I like woke up and then thought like that was my wife like I'd chase her too you know 100% and I, we also again Dylan mentioned the fashion it's kind of insane that like Blackula gets out of that coffin and just finds this like majestic ass Yo, cape. He puts on the cape. He puts on this cape and he, bro, Connects he is it. dripping, bro. Yeah. Um, he yeah, like like he Dylan knows. said, he uh he chases um or chases. He's following Tina down like this like a uh, subway alley or something like this, like Some an alley, road, yeah, yeah, dingy road. Um, he scares her. She runs away and she drops her purse. Blackula picks it up. And then he gets hit by a, a taxi cab. And that's when we in, get introduced to my uh I would say second favorite character. Because the coroner's my the coroner's my first, yeah. and then there's a third one too that we'll, we'll get to. But yeah, the, he gets hit by this taxi cab and and she's like, damn, son, I don't even know where you came from. Black is like, man, you made me miss the love of my life. He's all upset. <laughs> and she goes, Man, Chase and Tail gonna get you killed. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention, she is wearing the coolest cab outfit. Cab I've ever outfit seen. cap. Like I want the the cabbie hat so effing bad. Like she yeah. is rocking that thing. Yeah. And yeah, she literally gives them like the full taxi New York treatment. Like you a bitch ass shouldn't have been running in a row with your cape <laughs> looking having that black looking some little pork chop right. gray looking ass. And like, then he turns around and shows the teeth, and she's like, yeah. "But you know." <laughs> she probably out there somewhere. You should go ahead and find that. You should go ahead. Doesn't even run. Just Doesn't literally, run. Sit, she he he just like slowly grabs her head and caresses her face, <laughs> and she's just like, "Am I in it? Am I in yeah, it?" Like, yeah. doesn't what's, run, and then he just happening? bites her ass, dude. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so he bites her. Her, and again, as we'll find out later in the movie, every person that Blackula bites does become a vampire. That's they what don't, was interesting. Yeah, they yeah. don't die. So there's was, a scene uh, later where like some shit pops off and they all show up and it's yeah, like okay sh- this i was is... confused yeah yeah this is pretty cool because they don't really explain like what happens after he bites um yeah i was int- i was trying to like mentally write that down in my head because the the fun thing about vampires is that like most of the key points of their mythology or you know their abilities stay the same through vampire movies but there's a little like play like they can either burn in the sun or they can day walk or they can glitter in the sun, you know? Yep, they can yep. either turn into a bat or turn into any kind of creature. And I was like, wait a minute. Okay, so he doesn't just drain people with blood and they're dead. Like, every time he bites someone, they'd also turn into the undead, into the vampire. Yep. And he eventually turns into a bat, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, exactly, dude. Um, yeah, okay, so then we get back to... So uh, she gets bit. We're back at the another corner's office that isn't my favorite corner. It's like a, another guy. And um, Thomas is there. And again, same symptoms. No blood, bite marks, what's going on. And the coroner's like, and I think that she's going in there to go and, and freeze or something. Like they're yeah, going to freeze her put, body. They're putting her in the fridge. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, so they're putting yeah. her in the fridge. And then Thomas is like, I don't know, man, time to hit the club. So they go to this like hip hop or not hip hop, like a jazz. Yeah soulful club and, and this easy speakeasy there we go and this is when we started talking about the music because every yeah. time they transition to another scene the music in this movie just like it's so fucking cool dude like if they ever do a remake of this movie and i do think oh, there yeah. is i wanted yeah. to ask you at the end of this who who would you cast as like oh, gosh it only just be i only just need a blackula and a thomas like that's all I need. I I can't. The other characters are the other characters, but those two I would love to see. Like who you think you would cast in those roles? 
But um, yeah, I would like if they ever were to do a remake, the music has to stay. Yeah, it could be Metro so, booming on it. <laughs> like, yeah, bro, I need I need that like jazzy upbeat. Yeah. Like it's so, it's it's so. Dylan uh once mentioned to me when he watches old films, he likes falling asleep to them because it like. I'm assuming it's the music or something like that. Yeah, like, most absurd. of the most of the music and the sounds for it are very like white noise soothing. Sure. Depending on like the film, so yeah, that's it's it's a banger. And I think like the opposite for me because again, this was a these were movies that my dad used to watch all the time, and I remember being like falling asleep on the couch in, in our basement, and my dad be like, "Hey, it's time for you to get up," but it would and go to bed, but I would fall asleep to this, like this music. Hello. So I fall. I fall asleep to like this jazzy whatever and I wake up and there's a scene in here that like is one of my first nightmares is in this movie. Oh, for real? Yeah. Cause like, I remember this, it's like this. And then there's a story for another day, uh, uh, a part in resident evil Two, the oh, video gosh. game. I think it was first resident <laughs> oh, evil. Both of those things as kids, they terrified the fuck out of me. But this one for sure was seared in my brain. Cause I remember waking up and seeing it. Yeah. But I used to watch the movie all the time. But anyway, we get to the speakeasy, um, and we see again. Thomas is there, Michelle's there, Tina's there. Blackula has been tracking down this woman for what seems like forever at this point. He just knows where Tina is at all times. Pulls up in the cape, um, starts doing his little flirty thing with Tina. Throws out some Blackula riz, bro. His uh, there. Were, I, I researched that um, William Marshall was an opera singer. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He sang a lot of opera, and like he, and he was really admired for his his deep voice. That like James Earl Jones, like yeah, hey Tina, like whatever <laughs> you know what it is. You know, you dropped your purse. Yeah, exactly. There it is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, yeah. And he he appears to give Tina back her purse. Um, we meet my third favorite character, which is Skillet. He's oh, like dude. this like random brother that's in the speakeasy that just always comments about how weird. <laughs> Uh, Blackula is like, there's like that's a one, weird dude. This one weird dude, bro. It's a one weird bad nigga. cat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Where you get that cape, Blackula? That's your I, thing. I love that dude. I want a friend so bad that just has the most random fucking name, like random that. nickname. Like, it's way better than fucking Screech. That's for damn sure. Oh, for sure. I'd for much sure, rather sure. be called Skillet. But there's always a dude like that. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. Like, oh, here comes Skim Milk, and I'm like, who? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's always the big dude called Tiny, stuff like that. Yep. I really, I do not like that scene in the nightclub. And it's because I don't enjoy scenes like that in film where they're trying to really show off the song and the music. Sure. So they take like these weird detours where there's nothing going on for the plot. Just they're just the like it's just them on stage and they're yeah. none of the characters are involved in the film and i'm like i know this is just to show off like to promo this song yeah so i don't like it because it takes you out of the film but what if the song's popping but, but it's such a funky ass banger that i was just That's like insane, that i was just chilling i'm dying because i'm so annoyed with the tina girl because i'm like bro she literally gets like accosted by this man Yes. you know a shekel down for her purse terrified and then he just yeah. comes in like oh i'm sorry here's your purse you remind me of my dead wife and that's what i was following you for and she's just yeah. like yeah it's cool baby it's cool it's cool wow that's it's so cool. nice of you i was looking <laughs> stop, for that stop yeah <laughs> why the fuck are you wow. staring <laughs> um <laughs> exactly um but then we uh see uh another scene that i love which is we get this random photographer that's also a, a dancer, a, that's a waitress, also dancer a there. waitress, yeah. um, and yeah. she takes a picture because uh, we forgot to mention they're at the speakeasy because it's Michelle's birthday. Oh, okay, okay, I couldn't um, remember. Right, right. Now. so it's Michelle's birthday, so that's why they're there, and she's taking pictures like of Michelle and whatever, and they and she takes a picture of Tina with Blackula. Yeah. Oh, he's Mama Walday at this point. I keep saying Blackula. They don't call him Blackula. Uh, and they take a picture, and he at this point freaks out. He's like, "Oh no!" And he runs away. <laughs> um, and then the photographer goes home, and she is like developing the film in this red room. And then Blackula again. I, I don't know what it is about this movie. Nobody locks a door. Oh hell no, bro! Yeah. Everyone is. It's so easy to get into homes in this movie. It's crazy. Apparently, bro. L.A. in the seventies wasn't dangerous. <laughs> like. 
no, the Zodiac Killer is not out there. Not we out can there. leave every door, and this is a Wide dark open. room. Like, yeah, let me just. Uh, but yeah, but she does that, and then she is developing the picture of Tina and Mama Walde. And when she develops it, she realizes that Tina is just. And I went back just to look at like what the mm. photo looks like. She is not making that pose at all. It's like she's just like. <laughs> oh, that old. photo is completely different. From yeah, the like shot. in the in yeah. the in the the thing, she's like trying to hug him, but then like when they show uh, the real thing, she's just kind of like arms to the side, quick picture. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the picture shows them, and it's no. She's hugging nobody, and she's like, "Oh, where was, the, where's that big nigga that was sitting the <laughs> with that with that fella with the with that cape brother with a, with a fro in a in the cape." Um, but uh, Blackula has can't have any of this because at this point he's like, "No, no, no, they're gonna know I'm a vampire because it's known that vampires don't show up in photos." So he murks her too. He ends up killing her in a pretty cool scene. You know, she opens the curtain. He just appears out of nowhere um, and murks her. So then at this point, there's another murder. But I don't think they find out about it. There's just been another murder. Yeah, exactly. But I forget what happens from there to when they find her body. Um, I swear it's they well, they go and they talk about the fact that like they haven't even seen her in a while. So right, right, the, right, the good, right, right. The good doctor is just like, OK, immediately is just over there. And like, uh, it just investigates and finds the photo too. Oh no 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 no! I remember what happened. So there's yes, so that does happen. But there's the um, that happens at the end of the film. Yeah. So that happens, and then Blackula, uh, or yeah, Blackula meets Tina at her house. Remember? Uh, and then there's that sequence of like, it, this is when she he's like, uh, oh um, you know, I really like you, blah blah. And then she at the end of it, she's like, well, you should stay. And then she takes off his cape, and you know they're about to go to pound town. Oh, dude, this is what I was going to tell you, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I really didn't want the film to be, like, a romance thing, because I just want to see, like, cool, you yes. know, fantasy sci-fi shit. Yeah. But it becomes, like, a she becomes obsessed with him. And a lot of times vampires in, in you know, stories have, like, weird... Vampires in love go hand in hand. Yeah, they have, yeah. like, hypnotism powers. I don't know if she ever got, like, hypnotized, like... If you saw it straight up I, in the film. She does I, at the end, I think. Yeah, because I'm telling you, at first, it's just because Blackula got dick game. Because, like, she's on it, and she ain't leaving. She ain't leaving. Like, even when her friends are like, you you do know that dude is creepy as fuck, right? She's just like, but I want to go with Mama Walde. Yeah. Like, but it's yeah, my that, birthday. She literally says that in the second yeah. time they're at the club, yeah. And then right after that, Skillet's like, but that's one weird dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't Tina know that dude, motherfucker? Um, yeah. The the doctor, that's what I was remembering, too, because this shit cracked me up. The doctor um, wanted to dig up the body of yes, the other interior the decorator, white the white yeah. kid who was already, like, buried in everything. He wanted to exhume him and didn't get permission. So he literally just says, fine, I'll do it myself. Invites his girl, Michelle... Yes. To go dig out the body, and without really much hesitation, she's just like, "Yeah, sure." And they just go dig up this dude. Dig up a like, body. Um, forget your whole doctorate career, bro. Doesn't like, matter. That's a ride or die right there. Uh, she's, but then he opens the coffin. White guy pops out. Pop pop. He knows immediately to throw a stake in this man's heart after yeah. hitting him in the shovel, and the whole time. Michelle's oh, in the back. so fucking <laughs> funny. <laughs> like, screaming her head off. <laughs> they just open the coffin of a kid who's been buried for, like, a week. And she yeah. just screams, stop, you're killing him. He's alive. <laughs> He's alive. You killed like, him. No. <laughs> no. No, baby. No, baby, no. That's literally how he says it, too. He's like, baby, no, he he's a vampire. He's been dead. He's been dead. Baby, listen to me. Hey, where that smile? And I'm like... <laughs> Yo, sounds like a fucking groomer. Yeah, like bro, what are you talking about? Hey, listen, listen, like let's go get Waffle House. Like, listen, don't worry about that. Well, he just fucking murdered the the smoothest vampire like kill I've ever seen. One steak, shovel pound, and and shovel pounds the steak over and over. Yeah, like bro. But then, okay, so then that happens. He ends up making it to a payphone. He calls the white coroner or person and is like, "Hey, vampires, bro." Don't yeah. uh, leave that. 
Hey, vampires, cold one. Cold one. Pimp in distress. Um, take that body out, uh, let it thaw, and then and then leave the room, lock it. Don't yeah. like um like lock yeah, it. Because he wants uh he wants proof, otherwise no one's gonna believe him. No one's gonna exactly they, they got a live vampire wiggling around, you know. Exactly. So that happens. Uh the doctor leaves, but of course he doesn't lock the door. And then we get the part that that uh seared into my brain as a kid which is the it's it's also the cab lady which is why she's my second favorite character because she's has a hilarious scene with him in the beginning and then she's this vampire yeah um she ends up getting up and then she like runs at him and you get like this cool it's actually slow-mo. fucking terrifying it's i'm ter- not gonna lie it fucking exactly. freaked me out when i like because you just kind of like tunnel vision onto the shot of her just like going and she's in. running in slow yeah. motion which again very impressive for the 70s slow motion shot they got, got her black in, exploitation in film wild ass makeup and whatnot dude you know? she looks terrifying in that sequence bro they, yeah they get her real dolled up to look like the undead the undead um yeah so then that happens he ob- she obviously mercs that uh <laughs> that corner guy then peace. we get to um Thomas in the uh police room because now he's with Lieutenant, I forget the lieutenant's name, Jack Peters. He's with Jack Peters talking to him like, hey man, there's vampires. And he also like they do a sketch that looks like a child wrote it. If you see that sketch, <laughs> it, it looks like Count Chocula. He literally <laughs> like this is our man. This is our man, dude. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so then we get to that scene where he's talking to jack peters about it um he's like look man i i think this is vampires jack peters is like i don't know he's like trust me man it's it's vampires bro it's vampires and it's bro. vampires and, and all while this is happening black is just the whole time just trying to just trying to fuck tina at all times that's Dude, all he's trying it's to all, do it's all it's like his only goal at this his point only goal of the film at this like, point is just you know you just woke up don't get a house don't do anything he believes that's Luva reincarnated. He was just like, let me suck your titties back. Ooh, oh <laughs> yeah. And then let jazz. me suck your titties. So jazz. <laughs> this happens. He's like, all right, I need more proof. He goes back to the club with his with Michelle. And my man go Skillet got to go back to the club. And uh, Tina's there. Blackula shows up. Blackula sees Tina. Tina's like, "Oh my God, that's the the brother that's been giving me dick for the last three days." And and, and everyone else has changed clothes six times. And uh, Mama Walde just comes back into the club with the same same exact cape, outfit, same bro. everything. And everyone's just like, "Oh, this is that." That's everyone just likes his cape. It seems like everyone's just gonna like, yeah, "That's a nice cape." But anyway, it's, so it's a awkward scene because Gordon uh, just literally just cross interrogates him 100 like, basically like tell me you're a vampire say it say it now yeah he's just like i mean you know what you know what would a vampire we feel like it's vampires but vampires can't be real can they <laughs> and then mama Walde is like i mean if they were then you know what if you didn't believe it accomplish yeah it's just like they it's just like a, a dick swinging contest between them yeah. both. just like the whole it's time like duck season rabbit season scenario yeah well we're like vampires for- say what <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We're looking for we're looking for his coffin. Who says vampires sleep in coffins anymore? Oh, bah, 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 you know. Plus, he literally just gave away his plan. Yeah, he pretty much tells them that like at this point we don't know if there's a vampire, but the police force are looking for a vampire. And then Mama Walter is like, "Oh damn, I'm not gonna be able to fuck Tina no more. Let's leave right <laughs> now." <laughs> so he leaves with Tina. And then at this point is when Skillet's like, "Hey man, where's the photographer lady?" I haven't seen her in a while. <laughs> it's so it's like he's pointing out plot points, like plot holes. He's just like, "Hey, we haven't seen the photographer in about twenty three and a half minutes. Wasn't she, she supposed to come at? into the third act?" <laughs> yeah, and then the and then the lieutenant or uh, Gordon's like, "You're right. Haven't seen him in forever. I gotta leave." And he leaves. He goes to her house again. All doors are open right now. All doors. He goes to her house and then he sees the picture of Tina hugging nobody. And he correctly, proof. and he correctly, he's like, "That's that's where my boy he wasn't he with Mama Walde." And you see a little flashbacks too, a little some cool camera work there, some little <laughs> flashbacks of like that he was yeah. with him. Dang, he's with Tina. So then he runs to Tina's house. Tina's mid tongue in his mouth at, at that moment. She mid jocular, and they get to scrapping, bro. They gets to fighting. 
in her house. I'm telling you, bitch slaps all around. Bitch slaps? Just backhands. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Blackula uh, makes his escape. Yo, he kills skillet. a white cop. You see, see Skillet? Skillet's my uh, man, bro. Skillet's the greatest. Blackula makes his escape. He kills a cop in the alley. Oh, he'd be fucking people up at that Yeah, point. literally, Blackula don't give a fuck. That scene fucking killed me because I know the cops, apparently at this point, are supposed to be like, oh, we're looking out for Blackula. But it's literally like they just saw a black dude running and then he's just like, hey, stop. Yeah, exactly. And then without even go- doing anything else, he immediately sees him in the alley and just starts opening the fucking clip. And I was bro. just like, bro, what is going Great. on in here? Also, I, the second time he runs away, I was like, bro, Blackula got some speed on him. Yeah. He be fucking, that it's can't that, be flowing in the cave, wind. Dude, yeah. it looks like the fucking dark night with that shit. <laughs> Like yo, he's knees more, high, bro. He's out. I'm telling you, yo, it's the fro. They're more aerodynamic when he runs. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, but yeah, that scene get... killed me. I was like, yo, the fucking cop just was like, black guy running, go. Yep. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I was like, so what then the fudge. Blackula ends up killing the cop. They end up are like, all right, we got to find out where this brother lives. They find his hideaway or his like hideout, and then that's the when you get easiest location ever. Ever, the the fucking white lieutenant is just like, oh, it makes perfect sense. It's back in the warehouse where it all began. Like, <laughs> fucking good job, Scoop. Like, Killed it. <laughs> you want a fucking biscuit for that? Like, good Scoop, bro. Give this man a raise. Yep. Uh, yeah, and also just like, pour on Blackula to be like, I'll put it here. Where yeah. it all began. <laughs> where it all began. Poetic. Very poetic. Uh, yeah, but they show up there. Anywhere else in the fucking city. And literally, like, uh, we... Uh, alluded to in the beginning, every person that Blackula has bitten is oh, in this warehouse as a vampire. Back. I like it. It's good finale, you know. Good finale, bro. You get a lot of vampires. They fighting them. Um, you get a man gets set on fire. This is my my big beef with films lately is that because everything is just like, oh, it's easier to slap it in in post and post, CG. Yep. They don't like really ever use real fire anymore. And I yep. can tell it fucking kills me how badly I can tell where all the fake fire explosions are. Yep. So the fact that like seven people got set on fire in this film, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, just let them burn. You know, Bro, what I mean? it reminded me a lot of when you showed me uh, a very early episode of you've been listening to Extra Butter for a while. Uh, uh, House of Wax. Yeah, when the whole yeah. fucking uh, wax museum like goes up in flames, like oh, yeah, that you can cr- tell, it's crispy. You can tell they are shooting that shit in flames, bro. Yeah, like when the actors running around, even if you're using like you're fucking around with depth perception and, and mm-hmm. you know maybe the point of view is different, like the actors really here, but so the fire looks yeah, like closer, 50 like yards it's away, still, or whatever, yeah. like real fucking fire. Like I don't need Gone with the Wind level of burning, but like. And when I could just tell, like the video game and anime fire looks fucking better than the film hundred percent, dude. hundred percent irks me. That and fucking like dogs and cats in films are all looking really fake. Like, yeah, put a, a fucking cat out there. I'm telling you, bro. They got a whole show at Universal Studios about actor or animal actors. Just hire yeah. one. Yeah, hire me off a piece of that fancy feast. Bro, like Hinata I is oh, is is ready oh, for her bro. audition. I'm ready for whatever residuals Hinata's got. She need to pay her rent. <laughs> I need to get a black cave. I got fucking comp. Bro, I got, we got bills to pay. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yo, how much? How much would you take? Like, how much? How much would it take coaxing wise to get you to be Blackula for Megacon or Halloween? That should be not like, much. You'd be my fucking hero if you were Blackula for Halloween. I'd do it. 100%. We go to a Chipotle, get half off the bowls. I'll definitely. I'll talk just like him too. I'll try to be like. Dude, I gotta. I gotta perfect the accent, but I'll do it. With with your with your girl Angelica. Angelica. I thought you were gonna buy the skim free milk. Mm. <laughs> How am I supposed to? <laughs> <laughs> you were disguised as Blackula. <laughs> I bet a dude who looked like another dude. Playing a dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> you looking like Blackula. <laughs> Any tips? I'm trying to come up a little bit. Any tips? Any tips? Uh, yeah. So okay. Uh, back That's back to the. It. So okay, that that whole sequence happens. Warehouse we see, fight. We see Gordon out here, uh, you know, fucking people up. That happens. Blackula escapes. He was there. He escapes, but they ended up murking all these other vampires. We then return to when Blackula escapes. He ends up getting back with Tina, and then this is where the, hypno- the hypnotism happens. He he's like, "Hey, 
come with me oh, to my yeah. thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And she's like, okay. And she goes. Like, he on the rooftop, like the dark night, and he like uses some telepathy to exactly. be like, go, Tina, girl, I'm come here. to me. Meet me come outside. Me. And I just want to slap Tina so bad in this scene because her friends are literally like, Tina, he's a fucking murderer. He kills people. And she's just yeah. like, but he had a good heart. His, his dick. <laughs> it's incredible um yeah so she goes she goes to him she goes to him again the cops still looking for him she's with him the cops accidentally shoot tina whoops right whoops that happens because of that blackula is like okay i need to bite her to turn into a vampire so that she doesn't die and when he bites her he puts her in this coffin to be like here you're in the coffin now you're safe whatever and then I think Lieutenant Jack Peters is the one that they stumble upon the coffin. They think Blackula's in there. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, I need to put a stake through Blackula's heart. Gordon, you open it, I'll stab him immediately. He's like, all right. Opens the coffin. Blackula, or Jack Peters goes to drive the stake into the heart, but it's Tina. Mm. As a vampire. Kills her. Stake Bam. through the heart. She gone. They look like, oh no, Michelle's in the back. Because Michelle's at every event at this point. Michelle, bro, like he said, Ryder did the same fucking thing. I was like, oh, she's not a cop. It's literally like every time they're like, let's go. Michelle is just like, like sneaking is... to the back of the car. They're not going to fucking see me. Bro, Michelle is there at every turn, bro. If you are dating Gordon, you are a part of the force, it seems. I also, I also thought it was bold of an ending to not be like, well, let's give it a happy ending. Like, let's like, oh, we'll kill whoever, mm-hmm. but like, oh, Tina obviously makes it. Like, nah, like Tina got got. Tina got got. Yeah. Um, they're all looking around. Blackula again, like uh like Lionel Richie and Hello is in the corner. <laughs> hey, I'm right here. See the sun. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to is bite your neck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and he's Actually, like, move honestly, away from uh, her. The ending for this. Yeah. was i thought really cool really never, cool dude. i had actually never seen a dracula picture and the way that it ended you yeah. know what i'm saying it was yeah, fucking yeah, interesting yeah. T- at this point he sees that tina's dead so at this point in blackula's head like that's uh, it he's lost luva in the beginning of the movie when he was turning to blackula mm-hmm. then he finds her he gets her to fall in love with her even though she's tina then they shoot her so they kill her again <laughs> they shoot then the he turns dog. her into a vampire <laughs> and then they kill her again Dude. He's died like three times at this point. So at this point, Blacklist sees no point to live. He's lost the love of his life. It's also daytime at this point. Uh, <laughs> sure. Um, he oh makes his way gosh. to the roof. Before we end it, dude, that was the yeah. best fucking thing earlier in the movie. After, after, after fucking Blackula dicks her down, he yes. literally goes... It's almost light. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Gets and she's like, and she's like, why? And she's like, why? He's like, I may die if I stay. And, and at that point, I don't know if she understands that he's totally a vampire. And I'm just like, oh, dude, you know how fucking badly you get slapped if you slept <laughs> with someone and you're like, all right, I thought you were staying over. I'll die if I stay. I'll die if I stay. Like, what the, what the fuck does nigga, that mean? What the fuck does that <laughs> If your cape wasn't so cool, I would have. Uh, I would be done. Like, not only is it a red flag, like it is a fucking red wall, and she just bashed her head right into it. And was yep. like, this is okay. Um, but yeah, as Dylan said, the ending is really cool because we see Blackula climb up the stairs, the sun is beaming on his face. Um, and then Gordon and them head up as well. When they head up, they move Blackula's cape to reveal Blackula's skull melting and a really maggots, fucking cool shot really cool maggots yeah. coming from his head um and the movie ends on the frame of just a skeleton head and the movie's over yeah because obviously a lot of dracula things are like how are we gonna kill this dude um you know he's been killed by like a stake sometimes he gets like beheaded other times yeah. you know they play for a time like they do uh og dracula style and like he gets cooked by the sun you know nosferatu style yeah but i was like i think it was actually kind of a crazy move that like he was like you know what <laughs> this sucks and he just goes and fries himself. poetic man it's but poetic. it makes sense because he never knew about vampires he didn't want to be one all he wanted was like his wife and freedom so now that he was back and he didn't have his wife 
he was just like, well, F this. Like, I'm not yeah, doing this. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like, so it made a lot of sense, but I was like, oh, shoot. Like, Tina dead, and he goes and kills himself. But yeah, I did, I did like the the whole, like, melting, you know, melting whatever scene. Because obviously, we're not getting ILM level effects, but I was like, right. that with a little time lapse over it and the little maggot things, I was like, ooh. Pretty cool. That's crazy. Pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, we've made it to the end, man. The end of Blackula. Again, a movie that um it's funny to 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 talk about now but at the time again really revolutionary in film really revolutionary in black cinema um and uh dylan and i may have something super special coming up in the future with the director uh william crane um i'm super excited about it just to talk more about in depth of just how this movie was made Mm-hmm. Um, but just a little tease, a little tease. There me. is a sequel to Blackula. I have not seen yet called Scream Blackula Scream. Ah, yeah. Uh, from what I read on the synopsis, it stars Pam Greer, who was big on the scene Pam at the time. Greer. And apparently, some like voodoo cult resurrects Blackula. And I'm just like, oof, can't wait for that. Can't wait, bro. He back. But William Crane also, there was a like a slew of other horror things as well. He also directed Dr. Black, Mr. Hyde, which yes. I'm fucking, I'm buying a ticket tonight. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's just sure. going to be gas. For sure, dude. Uh, final kid, thoughts, man. man. Final thoughts on Blackula, anything? Um, I do think it's kind of interesting because when you listen in on, like, I don't even remember who says it in the film. Yeah. Technically, the storyline of Dracula does happen in this continuity. Dracula does come over from like Transylvania to you know his crib or whatever, and he's actually killed by like Van Helsing and his gang. Yeah, and then it's just like, oh, but Blackula's in a coffin. So I like the way they kind of like don't mess with the original story of Dracula, they just kind of like push uh Mama Walde into it. Yeah, and I thought that was cool because I feel like there's been just a lot of films that just like were remade for black audience kind of things, and I'm like. That's why I was gonna ask you, like, from your standpoint, do you find that like cheap? Like, it's almost like just doing a fucking remake, or would you like prefer like an original idea? Like, I liked how this was kind of just built in. Yeah, I think its own. You know. Yeah, hundred percent. I think when it's done now, it's cheap because we've made it to a point now where I think we 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 as audiences, like, you've been to a Tyler Perry movie where white people are there. People are interested. Even if you aren't interested as a black person, people are interested in black film. They don't have to be black. So now, for sure. But I think back then in the 70s, like, with what they were given, yeah, I'm sure making an original, uh, like, original properties or whatever would have been preferred. But I think for them, they were kind of able to do what, like, I got to make a movie that's going to be seen by people. So I'll try to adapt this in a way that still makes sense for black audiences. But yeah, I'm going to use these, you know, yeah. uh, universal monsters to just kind of like tell a story. And to me, it's like, I- I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the fact that they went that route. I'm okay with the fact that, like you said, Dylan, like them not really erasing the Dracula story, just adding to like, also yeah. Mama Walde's there. And I think that's fine. You know, like it's yeah. it's still telling your own story. It, Dracula still exists in this universe. It's not like Blackula is Dracula. That's not mm-hmm. what they're trying to say. And I think that to me is cool. Um, because um, in the original uh, Dracula that we get with Bela Lugosi from Universal Monsters, a mm-hmm. lot of those were actually less based on the book and more based on stage productions, which usually starred the actor they you know later hired. Yeah, There is a all Spanish version of Dracula that was shot Ooh. at the same time as Dracula using the same exact stages. Whoa. So it's almost basically like a shot for shot. Like there's a few things obviously that are different and there's all like um, Spanish actors. Mm-hmm. But that's one of those things where I'm like, I feel like, yeah, that's all you had back then was either like a dub or if you could manage to make like your own kind of version of it. That's a very specific case because they were able to get like so identical with yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I I get your point that that really kind of like opens my mind to be like, you know, they basically were taking it any way they can get it. Like, if we can make this film off of this property, like, we'll do it. And I feel like at the time, everyone was like, yo, fuck, yo, this came out black. You know, like, fuck, let's go. You let's go I mean? see it. Exactly. Yeah. I do. I think it's kind of lazy nowadays because it just seems to fall in line of like, it's just kind of another remake, a kind of like cheap thing. Like, we could do more. 
Yeah, like now it's like if you make, uh, I mean, they've done it a trillion times, and it sucks, right? Because I, 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 I don't want to sit there and say that it's bad. I don't think it's bad that you make the Little Mermaid black. Mm-hmm. It, it's fine. Like I think you know if she's the right person for the part, sure. But I don't think it's right if they're doing it just because she's black. If that okay. makes sense. Yeah, it's definitely. like oh we need a black like that's what's gonna sell so we're just gonna cast it as black like if you're yeah, going to take a property like uh human torch and make it michael b jordan it better be because he's the right actor not because uh black black people need to be in these things like to me it's like then just make a black character like yeah that's okay, that uh you know that's that great interview answer from like denzel you mm. know when they ask him like you know, oh, did this film have to have a black director? And he was like, bro, it ain't got nothing to do with color. It's all about culture. He was like, uh, you know, someone else could have made Schindler's List, but Spielberg made it because he's Jewish and it's a yes. cultural thing. It's something that like he's deeply connected with and understands. Like, you know, obviously we're, we're going to make this certain film that it's got all black cast, black actors, black director. It's a cultural thing that they understand. So they're right. going to go ahead and make it. You know, it has nothing to do with like, oh, it's just because this is it. Like, that's the right fit, you know? A hundred percent. And I think we as audience members can tell when it's fake or when it's not authentic. Yeah. 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 There's something behind it that's kind of like hollow, you know? A hundred percent. It makes makes a lot of sense. Nice. But yeah, dude, we're we're getting close to, I know I've said this a couple of times, but we are, guys. We're getting close to the end of the season. We got some really exciting things coming up. Um, So stick with us. Again, talk no jutsu. Um, I think at this point, episode three has been released, right? We're about to release episode three. Uh, but once Avatar, this podcast drops, episode three's already been out, right? Yeah. So yeah. Episode, yeah so if you so. if you're listening to this and you haven't caught that one, please do. Again, that that podcast is fantastic. Dylan and Steven. Um, yeah, especially if you listen to anime, but even if you don't listen to anime, I think it's very interesting conversations and they will drive you to just check some stuff out. So I, I feel like, you know. That's something that you guys definitely need to check out. Yeah, come uh, for the knowledge, stay for the jokes. Exactly, bro. Um, but until we got then, jackets. <laughs> we got capes, bro. We got capes. Uh, but until then, it's been Cam. Been Dylan. This has been Extra Butter. Have a good day, guys. Stay popping, everybody. Goodbye, guys.